Hey out there, thank you for tuning in to IED Sports. Today we're talking Major League Soccer. We're making some predictions for the July 4th weekend. A lot of exciting games. Every team will play on either Friday, Saturday, or Sunday this week. So, hey, let's get into it. And only 30 seconds in, I already made my first error. Every team will be playing Saturday, Sunday, or Monday this week, because that is the 4th of July weekend. Lots of exciting games here. Being joined by Alex. How are you doing today, buddy? Uh, I'm doing really good. I, I, I don't know why MLS doesn't put all the games on 4th of July. Own that holiday. Major League Baseball doesn't do it. No other pro team is playing on that day. I would own that day. I would make it MLS, 4th of July, America, Canada, come on board and hang out with us. You know, everybody plays. Everyone's going crazy. Fireworks in every was stadium. Was it today Canada Day? Like, uh, July I think 1st? it just happened. Yeah, we're not Canadian. I don't want to insult our Canadian listeners. I don't know much about that, but <laughs> I would think Fourth of July, uh, it would be a perfect spot for MLS to showcase their some people that aren't in a barbecue, aren't you know, ninety degree heat, want to stay indoors. You got MLS all day on television. I think it would be a good spot for them. But there's a handful of games that day, and we're going to talk about the whole weekend and. Uh, MLS in general. You got a few nighttime games there, all going to be on ESPN Plus. Got still a few months left of saying that in our intro. And uh, this week, we, we've covered a lot. We covered a lot during our last episode, which I feel like we just recorded a couple days ago. But we are here to make predictions for this week. A lot of news and notes coming up. We're going to cover that in the in the very near future. But today, I want to talk about games that are happening. Um, this weekend and and some of the best sports book odds you guys know we have the sports book guys around major league soccer one of the best places to do that so i guess let's get started first match vancouver whitecaps hosting lafc my pick lafc minus 105 this is a game we got to keep the injuries um in the forefront of our mind here uh Sifuentes is suspended for lafc also brian rodriguez carlos vela are both questionable with an injury however vancouver on their own without caicedo without campania this weekend's uh matchup um i think is is one of the earliest matches that i'm i'm taking while vancouver is near the top of uh the home field advantage table the fact that the 4-3-1, and one, they face some really soft opponents at home this season, and they get a really big test this week in LAFC. I think we can both agree on that. LAFC, on the other hand, will be visiting favorites as they're 4-1-2 away. Uh, that brings the record to 11-3-3 on the season, and I think that reflects that they are the cream of the league. you got to take them seriously. Home or away, does not even matter. Um, they are seven points up in the Supporters' Shield race uh, against a midweek table. Uh, I, this one's pretty easy for me, Alex. Yeah, news they want to sign more. Gareth Bale's not enough. Giorgio Khalidi's not enough. Now there's rumors they're shopping some players and Arango may be available. Dennis Hamlet, are you listening? Uh, uh, LAFC is definitely going for it. I mean, they want to go. They're going for every trophy possible. They're creeping a cop right now. And until further notice, I mean, I, I understand. I have Vela's questionable, Brian Rodriguez. But either one of those guys is in the game against Vancouver. I know Vancouver's half decent on with the, with the turf and all, but. I'm taking LFC every single week until I, they drop points. I would consider betting them every single week they drop points. 11-3-3, three, and three, I mean, you can't go wrong by that. 
they're on a high right now, signing international superstars right now. They re-signed Carlos Vela. The yeah. fan base is energized. The team is energized, uh, and they're looking to they're looking to sign even more people. They're 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 not they're not done. I mean, they want to tweak this lineup. They want to have depth. They want to go far into MLS Cup. They want to uh, win everything possible. The Champions League, whatever it calls, LAFC is going for it. And until further notice, I'm with you on Bob. I'm not going against LFC against anybody. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take LFC here with confidence in this game, I would say. Absolutely. Uh, Vancouver has weaknesses all over the field, including uh, you know, set pieces, uh strong they're bad against wing play, they're bad against skillful opponents. I think that that is going to be um kind of a key to this game. They play with a three man back line, and whenever you see a guy like Carlos Vela, a left footed right winger, he's gonna look to turn whatever fullback they have. And if they don't play with fullbacks, he's gonna be off uh, you know, against a center back. Probably he's got a speed advantage, probably has more advantages all over the field. Um if they have him line up against uh Nervinsky, it's a done deal. Again, I don't know. Vela probably is not the biggest fan of turf. A lot of you know these guys that have played in Europe. You know they they don't like playing on turf. That's the only thing I would think about. Not you know not bone all in on this game. But come on, man. LAFC right now. The way they they're on a buzz. They're on a high right now. And until the proven notice, until someone knocks them off, I'm gonna keep looking at them. You know the turf thing scares me just a little bit, but not not enough to back away from this. I'm a, I'm with you all in on this LAFC with confidence. It's great in LA right now. You had Chiellini partying with the team on the field, taking photo ops after their last match. It, it's got to be it's got to be looking good up there in LA. Um, and like I said, even though the new signings aren't going to contribute physically on the field, a little morale boost because. It's got to be good to know Gar- that your Bale. team wants to win. You got to yes. know that you know the supporters are are going to be happy. Though supporters are, uh, you know, they're getting their uh, they're getting everything they want. So absolutely, uh, I think pretty, that game uh, should uh, be a good uh, matchup. Play, LAFC guys, pick up some golf clubs. Gareth Bale is coming. He knows his golf. He's going to ship. You guys will be playing some golf on some off days. Let me tell you, though, get your golf game ready. Gareth Bale's coming. In fact, some people think the golf may be precedent over uh, the <laughs> soccer at this point in his career. But well, we no, he's going to. No, I, I agree. He's going to take this seriously. He wants to get Wales is in the World Cup. He's going to take this seriously. He's rather play here than he could have had offers to play in Cardiff. He's like, no, no, no. I want to play for LAFC. He wants to get in shape. He's going to lead Wales in the World Cup. We're going to root against him. He plays against the U.S. But I, I like the movies coming here, so he's going to go all out. Even Ovella today said we want. You know, I need him to pra- show that he's going to practice all. I'm very confident Gareth Bale's not going to be playing golf all times. He look confident. He's, he's getting ready to play the World Cup. He's using the LFC as his tool to get get the shape and get the form for the World Cup for Wales. Absolutely. My next match that I picked up is the Minnesota United versus RSL game. And I'm taking Real Salt Lake at plus 195, almost 2-1 to one odds there. Uh, Minnesota United broke a four-game losing streak last week with a wild 3-2 win over the LA Galaxy after LA Galaxy went down a man in the 25th minute. That broke a stretch of form so poor they're currently sitting 10th in the west with a negative one goal differential and worse for them they're still missing a handful of players with injury ahead of this weekend rsl on the other hand second in the west going four one and one in their last six matches in that span they outscored their opponents 10 to 4 and if you know there's a problem uh, with minnesota this year it's putting the ball in the back of the net i like real salt lake in this game and uh i'm gonna be betting yeah, uh, Adrian Heath gets an extension. We're in eleventh place in the West. Uh, uh, am I the only one to find that really odd? Uh, I don't know. Sounds I know he's been in playoffs, uh, you know, playoffs three state years, but you know, eleventh in the West. I understand the contract was signed before the season. They announced announced that he wanted to keep his staff for next year, but uh, I don't know. Uh, this this tough. Uh, when I look at Rail Salt Lake, I love them at home and on the Rome. I'm always afraid to take them. 
I don't like Minnesota United because I don't like Adrian Heath. I don't know what's going on there with the goal scoring. Uh, they just uh, sold winner uh, uh, to your uh, France. Uh, Hanu, I think I was saying his right name right. They just sent him to France, so they got an open spot there. Uh, yeah, goal scoring is a problem. Load had they have to put him at center forward. Yeah, I don't like this game at all. Probably I would like Royal Salt Lake, but I, I don't. I, I I'm not confident either way. You know, th this screams one one tie to me. If anything, but I'm not touching this game. If anything, I probably agree with Real Slate, but I'm definitely not taking Minnesota straight up in this game. And last week we talked about uh, Adrian Heath and not starting Luis Amaria. He did. Yes. He started on this week, and guess what? He picked up an injury designation for this next Sunday. Not really looking good. Um, RSL is where they are today because of stingy defense. They've allowed only 19 goals in 17 matches. And uh, I know, like they're them. Winning I like they're winning games without a lead goal score. No player on this squad has scored yeah. over three goals this season. And, you know, they're, they're going to come out here. They're on the road in Minnesota. They're going to come out, punch Minnesota in the face. They're going to play defensive soccer, um, take the crowd out of the game. And I think RSL has hit a great chance to win. They can hit him on the counter, hit him on the counter, and walk away with a smash and grab. Listen, I, I, RSL, they fight. I mean, you know, they, they're, they're, I love watching them at home. Those, those, on the East Coast, we were watching Real Salt Lake, the after-dark games. I love RSL home. I'm a little afraid on the road, but I don't trust Minnesota in this. Maybe a tie, but if anything, I'm going to take Real Salt Lake with this one. I'm definitely not taking Minnesota, like I said. Right, Especially with a couple there. suspensions, some players who are going to miss this game. Yeah. If this turns into a manager's chess match, who do you trust, Pablo Mastroeni or Adrian? I Lee? love pa Pablo Mastroeni, what he's done with this squad, what he's walked into, where they are right now. Great job by him. I'm, I'm a big fan of Pablo Mastroeni. Absolutely. Now, next game, we got the Houston Dynamo hosting Charlotte FC. I'm taking Houston Dynamo at minus 105. Charlotte's been excellent at home and predictably poor at home. 6-0-2 at home, 0-2-7 on the road. Uh, this match against Dynamo will be uh, one of those road losses. Houston's been in poor form also, uh, but they've also played four of their last five away from home. Here they get a little mini homestand, two games back-to-back -back in Houston. Um, you know, forget about the form here. Houston Dynamo, minus 105 at home against a team who doesn't travel well against an expansion team who maybe is even playing a little better than they should. I think this is an open shut case. Yeah, Charlotte, to me, if you're, bet, if you're looking to bet, when at home you look at them, on the road you look against them. And I'm going to keep following that strategy until further notice. Houston Dynamo at home, uh, heat-wise, especially now we're getting into July. Expansion team, hello, this is, this is Houston. Uh, at nighttime, it gets 90 degrees over there. Listen, they got Herrera coming in, and there's a little buzz going on there. I mean, they're still not done signing. Ferreira's starting to improve, scoring goals up front. I really like what Houston's doing. Charlotte, not bad for expansion team. They're much better than a lot of people thought. You know, the coaching change, everything is. But on the road, I don't trust them at all. I'm going to take you. This is one of those teams where, betting-wise, when they're home, Houston, especially in the summertime, I look to take them. I don't care who they're going against. They wear teams out at home, especially in the second half in that heat and the humidity down in Houston. I think it's the same case this uh, I think the game be close in the first half, and Houston's going to pull away in the second half. I agree with you. I'm taking Houston minus 105 in this game. Great. Good, good stuff. I, I really like this week's picks. Some, some weeks I'm like, I got to talk about them. I wrote my article. It is what it is. I really like my picks. And I'm finishing up here with Orlando City hosting DC United. Orlando City is inexplicably minus 110. That's almost even money. I don't get this. Now, Orlando is fresh off a midweek high. They beat Nashville in penalties after being down 1-0 for most of the second half. That uh, goal by Schlegel. I don't know what it is in knockout games, but Schlegel has come through for this Orlando squad more than any you know bench team in history of, of Major League Soccer. Uh, big moral high. You had uh, Galise just had an 
incredible he's game for Nashville. He makes kept him in the game. Great saves. Yeah, he's a great goalie. And people don't talk about things as one of the top goalies in MLS. I don't know why. He is really, really good. Absolutely. DC United not coming off a midweek high. Uh, they're official no. lead for the Wooden Spoon. 14 points out of 15 matches. Minus nine goal differential. It's a reflection of both their lackluster offense, scoring only 18 goals, and subpar defense, allowing 27. They're even poorer on the road with a 1-1-4 record and 12 goals against. Orlando City at home, you can get them almost even money. Um, I don't care if they're tired. I don't care if they're playing with third stringers. I like them in this matchup. Yeah, how many losses and wins, winless games is DC at? Five, six, seven, something like that? Yeah. It's, it's something in a row. They haven't won. Uh, I, I'm going to ride the streak out. Until they win, I'm going against them every week. That's my advice for everybody here. Orlando City home, why not? I know the short rest scares some people. Uh, Taxi Fontas scares me sometimes. He can single-handedly, you know, he loves yeah. to shoot. If he gets he gets one, two in, look out. But uh, Orlando City on the high with the winner against National Summit. They say they may be, look, you know, the, the emotion in this game may bring them down. To, but DC United is desperate for a win, but I, I don't trust DC United. Until I see something, I'm going against them every week. Orlando minus 110. Yeah, why not? Let's take it. Let's hit it. And I love this game too. Orlando City at home, I don't trust DC United, especially on the road here. I don't know how many games they have won. They don't look good at all. Wooden Spoon contenders right now, you'd have to think they're the favorites right now. Uh, Orlando City, I'm with you here on this one, Bob. No problem. Orlando's been excellent um, from the forward position, and we talked about that midweek game, but what we got to see for uh, only a few minutes, but we got to see it for, for one of the first times this season, we got to see Erkan Kara play alongside Alexander Pato and Fagundo Torres. Those three together, if they can play healthy, um, I, that, that's got to be uh, one of the top attacking trios in Major League Soccer here. And what I like is that they're mixing youth and experience. And, you know, Alexander Pato is always in poor form. He's always hurt. Well, that's fine. Start Urkan Kara, you know, uh, put him in when he, when he has time to play. Yeah, Benji Michel. Yeah, Benji Michel. Yeah, Benji Michel, too. Benji Michel ain't no, yeah. you know, he ain't that bad either. He got him off the bench, too. Yeah, uh, they, they, they can score. Again, DC United, Taxi Fontas. After that, I don't know what's going on in D.C. United. I'm going to take the, the confident Orlando team coming over high over, like we just said, the win to get into the U.S. Open semifinals. Um, Orlando, this one. I think they won the last two over Orlando, over D.C. United uh, overall. Uh, going back to last year, I think they played them twice and beat them both times. Keep the streak going. Stick with Orlando. Now, we agreed on a couple of these picks this week, Alex. Yeah, I don't. It just happened. I, to, I told you off there. I didn't even look at your picks. I just made mine, and I was like, "Wow, two to, two are the same." Usually, I don't really look at your picks. To be honest with you, this has happened to us a couple times. Very <laughs> real nice, Alex. I mean, no, I'm just. I don't want to get influenced. <laughs> no, to be honest, with you, I don't want. I don't want. To be, I don't want to be influenced. Like, oh, Bob likes this, so let me. You know what I mean? I just wouldn't do I my like, own thing. It's and reaffirming to me. That's what it is. It's. Reaffirming. I just, you know, uh, I'm with you on LAFC plus one ten at Vancouver. I'm with you on Orlando minus one ten at home with DC. Any two games like. I'm wanting. I'm thinking Nashville uh, is going to start getting uh, be tough at home to beat. Anyone going there is going to start. Uh, I think they just lost what, a game or two going home. New streak starts. Portland's coming in there. I think what plus four hundred for Portland. I can't. I can't take that. Nashville minus one eighty home. And NYCFC. The uh, doll, uh, coach leaves now. The new guy Nick Cushing has no wins. Uh, I think three, four games in. Uh, Max Morales was close. Said we have to get Nick Cushing three points this week. Atlanta, two days rest, just played in New York. Uh, Red Bulls lost a heartbreaker late on a, a goal by a 16-year-old for the Red Bulls. Now you go to New York City, who's pissed off, lost four in a row, haven't got any results. Look out. I'm going to take NYCFC at home, minus 180. Same odds as Nashville, minus 180 at home. Love it. Alex, you have any final words? 
Uh, no, it's 4th of July week. Uh, transfer windows open. There's been some signings. I think we'll talk about it next week. New England signing a forward today. Uh, you know, uh, we talked about Columbus signing a, a goal scorer, Hernandez from Watford uh, last week. Teams are starting to make moves, want to uh, climb the standings and get home field advantage and look for the MLS Cup. So we'll be talking about it here in the next couple of weeks. Give our and predictions. And the most exciting part is actually seeing these players on the field. I feel like we've been talking about these transfers. Oh, yeah. I mean, so now you're going to see the, the European influx is about to start. These guys want to play. They want to get ready for their national teams, the World Cup, for the national teams. So they're going to be coming here. They're not going to be taking, you know, breaks. They're going to really. They're really going to come here and give the best again. I can't wait to say Insigne in Toronto is about to start, Herrera in Houston, Bale in LAFC, and more coming. It's going to be fantastic watching MLS. And you can find all of it here at IED Sports. Thank you, guys. Have a great weekend. Happy Fourth of July.